Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. We had a home birth back in 2016. So we started a podcast about it. And then grew it into a birth brand to help future and current parents believe in their success with home birth. This is the place to hear home birth stories along with helpful resources and tips to feel empowered and supported in your birth journey. This is Doing It At Home. Welcome home. It's the Doing It At Home podcast. I'm Sarah. You know who's sitting across from me? What's going on, everybody? That's Matthew, by the way. Yes, (laughs) Matthew. Hey, love. Hi. It is our 400th episode of the Doing It At Home podcast. That's pretty cool. Popping bottles, throwing confetti. Bottles of kombucha. Yeah. (laughs) Bottles of kombucha over here. Popping baby bottles. Yes. 400. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really incredible, and in two weeks will be the official six-year anniversary of the show. The so uh, the ninth, actually, I the looked ninth. at it. The ninth is when our first episode dropped, uh, September 9th, two thousand sixteen. So it's really cool how these things kind of come close together. You know, episode four hundred, six years. I mean, also that week. If you don't know, or if you're new to the show, the same week that the show launched is when Maya, our first, our daughter, was born at home, and so now here we are preparing for. BB2, a.k.a. Baby Joe, Baby Bivens 2. And I just feel like this cool convergence of all of these things, like all of this energy together. So yay, 400. I just did the math and we've averaged 67 episodes a year. Okay. That's pretty cool. I wonder how many hours that is too. If like you figure, well, I guess that's 400 hours roughly. Of being on the mic? 400, no, 400 times an hour. 400. Oh my gosh, my pregnancy brain just really caught the best of me there. I would like to erase the last 10 seconds. That's funny. And just go forward. Anyway, it's a lot of hours that we've been on these mics here and having these conversations. So if this is your 400th episode, wow. Yeah. Incredible. Thank you for being along the journey with us. If it's your first and you're tuning in at the 400th extravaganza, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us and investing your time and energy and Mm -hmm. emotion and love with us. We appreciate it. Yes, we certainly do. So there are a bunch of ways to get connected with us further. You can check out the show notes for that, like going to our website, diahpodcast.com, following us on social media, checking out the merch. All that great stuff is there for you. So I'll just tell you to go check out the show notes there. And this is our pregnancy birth update series of episodes that we've been doing. It was our original intention. (laughs) I love how I say that. Our original intention to drop an update episode the first week, the first Tuesday of every month since we announced the pregnancy. 
life happens. Here we are. We're at the end of the month, you know, putting this one out. And uh, it just is what it is. Here we are. <laughs> We're doing it now. But and it's our intention to keep doing updates for you. And what this one will be essentially is second trimester kind yeah. of summarized, you know, and really with the original intention, there would have been two episodes to this and we're just putting it in one. So we're really not that off track, but here we are. So that's, that's that. Um, so that, that means the last time we talked about the pregnancy and planning for birth, we were talking about the time frame of weeks 11 to 14. And so now here we are pretty much covering the majority of second trimester because as we record this, we are 27 weeks. So we are mm -hmm. just about into the third trimester here. And let's just break down a couple of elements, shall we, of, you know, milestones and things that have been going on. Yeah, we've had a lot of amazing things that have happened over the last however many weeks, mm -hmm. from 15 to 26, to 11 yeah. weeks. And for me, there's a bunch of um, big moments that we'll get into. Great. Um, moments that as a as a dad and a partner are significant because physically, I'm not, of course, I'm, I'm not experiencing the changes that, that you are. Um, but there are things that happened and have happened that make the pregnancy even more real and magical for me. So yeah. we'll get into that. Uh, great. Yeah, because dad's perspective is so cool. And one thing I want to do kind of as a teaser for our next updates or in upcoming episodes, maybe we'll do some some one-offs. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to look, maybe based on your feedback listeners. If you have more questions for us or comments or things you'd like us to cover, that'd be great. But I kind of want to revisit the topics of our very first episodes that we launched on the show. Oh, when yeah. We were pregnant, recording with Maya, you know, now being pregnant again, but planning for a second home birth, how we might approach some of those topics differently yeah, now. Six years later. You know, six years later, as well as having had a home birth, as well as having spent all this time listening to these hundreds of stories and everything. So I thought that would be kind of cool. And of course, a part of that is dad's perspective. And that was one of the things by starting doing it at home, we very much wanted to highlight and make a, a big factor is, you know, partner and dad's perspective. Cool. So we'll do that in an upcoming episode. Yes. I'm going to go to, well, you said the changes in the body and yeah. my, oh my, have there been changes in the body? So I guess I'll just comment on that for a moment that I hear it's very, very common. And I probably even alluded to this in our last update, but that everything has just felt, everything has happened sooner. Everything has happened earlier. I started showing earlier, you know, little things in discomfort. I felt sooner. I felt the flutterings probably around the same time frame that I felt with Maya. And then I think feeling the kicks on the outside was about the same time frame for both of us to notice that. And we'll, we'll share about that, but you know, just, just body changes. It's in and of itself. It's a very fascinating thing to experience yourself, gain weight consistently over a very short relative period of time. Mm -hmm. And to then be carrying that extra weight. That's one thing I'm just present to in a different way this time than, than I remember giving that much attention to last time, you know, as I'm just rolling around, it's, it's in the back of my mind very often, like, wow, there's so much more of me that I'm carrying around right now. There's so much more of me that I have to pick up off the floor that I have to, you know, now, especially at this stage, like tying my shoes is ridiculous. It feels like a joke or even like putting on the shoes, even if they're not, you know, uh, laced up shoes that so, you know, wait. And then just there are these random little things that you, you forget or you didn't experience the first time. And if it's, if 
it's likely that if there's something going on in your body that you're not quite sure about or isn't typical, you know, and it's not something uh, harmful or something you should be worried about. It's like, yeah, it's probably pregnancy Yeah. from the most random things. Like, you know, my skin, my the pigmentation in my skin, you know, I'll notice I hold on to color a little bit longer or I just have like, I might have some rashes, like my skin at times on my face has looked like it's been a little bit broken out, but it's not textured or raised. It's just, just yeah. weird things like that. And I'm really playing and praying for growing out as much of my hair as I can right now during this pregnancy because, you know, pregnancy is known for having this luscious hair experience. And I definitely had that with Maya. Um, but I feel like I'm kind of, I started at square one with this pregnancy because just you know, rewind time for a second. We had COVID back in, in September, so almost a year ago. And three, four months after that, I lost like 50% volume of my hair, just fell right out of my head. And so I still have baby hairs that are regrowing and, you know, it's doing great. I'm giving it a lot of credit and love and attention with, you know, vitamins, nutrition, et cetera. Uh, and I also, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to lose it all again, like after the baby with postpartum hair. So How that happens. Oh yeah. So my, my COVID hair loss was way worse than postpartum hair loss, but po um, postpartum hair loss about the same time frame, you know, three to four months after. Did it happen with Maya? Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot, that's why I cut my hair a few months after having Maya. That's why a lot of women end up cutting their hair a few months into postpartum because oh, interesting. you're just losing a lot of it. And then if it's thin and stuff, you just don't want it that long if you're just going to be losing a lot of it. So that's what I did last time. And that's what I did after kind of recovering from the hair loss of, of COVID. And so, uh, anyway, I, because you don't lose a lot when you're pregnant Yeah. and then it just like kind of like all the leaves fall out <laughs> as if it's, you know, the changing of the season. So that's just a weird thing. And then had some heartburn for a minute. Thank goodness that went away. I had longer term heartburn with Maya. So this one, you know, I just popped slippery elm lozenges. Those are great. That really helped with the heartburn. And should I get into the, uh, the interesting intimacy for a second here? Yeah, we we kind of sounds like we're having this theme of the not so fun things that have happened oh. over the last <laughs> twelve weeks, and then we'll get into the awesome parts. Okay, of the, well, of yeah, the we weeks. got the that's pretty much it for things that I, I would say are not so fun or not my favorite. That is pretty much it with this one kind of just ending that that segment, and that is you know maybe others can relate to this, but I've just experienced more yeast like infection, yeast infection like symptoms in this pregnancy. It's very common, you know, pH and stuff is changing a lot. I'm doing probiotics, I'm doing all the things. And there's just at times, you know, some of that discomfort. And so it kind of reached a peak discomfort. At one point, reach out to our midwife, Debbie, who's a saint. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I need to talk to you about vaginas for a second. This is what's <laughs> going on with me. And we're going back and forth, you know, via message on like colors and textures and all of these things. Long story short, it's like, yeah, that's very much like a little bit more elevated of a yeast infection. You can go this route and do some of these things. If you want, you can also kind of uh, you know, navigate it more holistically, which I'm all about. So that looked like apple cider vinegar baths and, you know, of course, you know, already the probiotics and yogurt sex. 
something I never <laughs> thought I would do in my life or hear about in my life. So and Sarah had sex with yogurt. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, it entailed, you know, getting a good quality, organic, no flavor or sugar <laughs> yogurt. Not a fruit at the bottom yogurt? Yeah, no fruit at the bottom yogurt. And essentially treating it like monostat. So in the evening, you know, during a period of time where I really, you know, aggressively went after this was I would just, you know, insert some up inside me, then go right to horizontal, you know, because there's already enough stuff coming out of me to then have like yogurt coming out of me. And then, you know, she said, if you can, if it works for you and you're, you're open to it, it'd be great to um, have intercourse a couple of times with the yogurt as a way to kind of get it up further in there. You know, you're a little bit more effective at that. You, Matthew, as I'm pointing to you, than like I will be manually with my finger. And also it kind of creates the opportunity to treat both of us in the event that maybe we're just like passing it back and forth through the through all the things that you exchange in in lovemaking. So I approached you and presented you with my <laughs> with my proposal. I was like, let's do it. Let's get messy. Yes. So we did. <laughs> and it was great. And a couple of times. Yeah, a right? couple of times. Yeah. So I wanted to be thorough. So I'm I'm very grateful. I don't know if this is new information to someone or this could help you or something you could discuss with your care provider if you know this comes up for you, but it's not something I would have expected or was on my radar. And yet I'm grateful I had it as an option, grateful I had it as a tool. And, you know, I will I will say I'm a supporter of yogurt sex for the yeast infection like discomforts. Yeah, I had no idea that that the was end. a thing. But you no, know, when you presented it, I'm like, hey awesome yeah which i appreciate you know you could you could have said i don't know about that or i'm not so interested in that so i appreciate it it's team effort hey there are so many things that happen throughout pregnancy that i just watch you know i'm not experiencing any of these things that are going on with you all these physical things and as you just listed out you know there are significant things that happen and it's like always changing yeah you know one week it's the heartburn the other week it's you know hair loss and so to be able to support you and you know healing different things or or getting relief i'm like yeah absolutely so, so yeah we can check that off the list of things we've done together yeah <laughs> chick, chick. oh two more things i want to get in there real quick as far as like less than awesome favorite thing i have trouble breathing through my nose at times for no reason. I can't blow it. There's nothing. I just think with, you know, the blood volume in me, the nasal passage just being a little bit constricted. So at times I just feel like I can't breathe through my nose or if I can and a little bit's coming in and out, I have this kind of squeaky <laughs> oh, nose yes. thing. The nose whistle? It. Yeah, my nose whistle. You even told me one day when we were recording in an interview a couple of weeks ago, I think you wrote it on the computer screen. Like I can hear you breathing. <laughs> yes, I, I typed it. <laughs> I can hear your nose whistle. <laughs> you gave me a look like, oh, gosh, and just that's, kind of backed away from the mic. That's not my favorite. And then, you know, sleep, whether it's because of the discomfort in my hips, which I'm using all the pillows and doing the things. But sleep is just, like, interesting. And so um, my my gripe with it is it's like I have a baby who's waking me up in the middle of the night multiple times sometimes, and I stay up, and I can't go back to sleep. And the baby is still in my uterus. <laughs> Baby hasn't even come out yet and it's so waking you up. I think, come on, baby. Yeah. You know, let me gear up here. Let me let me stock up as much as I can. Yet it is what it is. All right. So I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you keep yourself from being consistently frustrated 
with all these things that just seem to kind of come one after another that are uncomfortable or unpleasant or unwanted. Like, how do you keep yourself in a peaceful space with all that? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that because it could be easy to be frustrated and, and complain about all that and, you know, have those be reasons to not get pregnant again or, you know, you know, or, it's not a great sell. It's also yeah, just not just, a very empowering perspective on it. Or just an excuse to constantly be complaining about right. something or or just having like a a downer attitude. Yes. Yeah. The reframe. The reframe is very important. So on one hand, I think humor helps the way I'm able to make light of some of it and just, you know, yogurt sex. I mean, come on. That's pretty, you know, you can. So I, I can look at lighthearted perspectives of things. And so I think there's that uh, there's humor and sharing it in the community has been awesome too. So I've, I've put some social media posts out there over the past couple months about some of these things with a funny take to it and kind of a, you know, can you believe this shit kind of thing approach to it versus a like, Oh, this is happening to me yeah. and getting that response has been really awesome. So to know you're not alone in it and that others can relate and that others can find the humor in it. And we have so many awesome things going on in our life that we have a very strong habit of gratitude in our space and in our lifestyle. So coming back to gratitude daily is helpful and helps with that and just kind of puts stuff into perspective that it's a it's a very unique very ephemeral experience in the grand scheme, you know, of these things to, to go through and move through it. And, and, you know, when it, when it's tough, it's tough. I get it. And sometimes you need a vent session and you know what it's all about and what it's all towards and that there's purpose to it and that there's intention to it. So just reminding myself of that, having the act of gratitude, having other habits like meditation and, and mindfulness and ways to get centered and, look at the bigger picture beyond just like that one isolated thing that's kind of giving me a grievance at at that point in time. And having community and leaning on amazing humans like you, like our friends and family when it when it is a little bit tough. Yeah. That's one of the things that I experience is different, a little different than with Maya's pregnancy is um I feel like I am checking in with you more about how I can support you because I can sense and see sometimes, you know, just witness the frustration on all these little things. Mm. You know, one of the things that was a big difference was your body got bigger earlier. Yes. And by body, I mean belly. Yes. Like your belly got bigger way earlier. And so with Maya's pregnancy, you know, you had months and months and months of, you know, cute little baby bump and you could still do everything almost exactly the way that you could. Um, and then now that, that your belly just popped way earlier. So mm. Things became uncomfortable, things became inconvenient, things became fill in the blank a lot earlier. Um, so just as your partner and somebody who's been witnessing from this side of things, you know, I've seen you do a lot of things to kind of keep optimistic, peaceful, positive, whatever whatever it is that you want to insert in there. Um, because, you know, it is like, a, it can feel like a one thing after another, I imagine, with these different things that pop up. Um, and, you know, you're rocking it. And it is also interesting how different one pregnancy is to another. It's amazing. <clears throat> it's Yeah, like we hear about it all the time incredible. in the stories, how different the pregnancies are, how different the births are, how different the kids are. 
Um, and we're having our own experience of that mm-hmm. from conception to now being two thirds through this pregnancy, how different it is. So yeah. it feels different for you and it looks different okay. from my perspective yeah, as, as well. Yeah, as an observer, as a supporter. Yeah. Yeah, another thing I would say is, is staying active has certainly helped, especially with some of those physical things. I know they would be, I would be feeling them more if I wasn't staying active like I am. So I'm walking a lot throughout the week. I'm not running anymore. At this point in my pregnancy with Maya, I was still running. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just not anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't feel great. I don't feel excited about it. So I'm just shifting that. So I'm walking. I am still doing some strength training and, you know, uh, exercising, doing yoga videos, things like that, that, uh, that, that help. Yeah. So, yeah. Shall we take a quick break? Let's do it. Come back. Okay, cool. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So we've been experiencing some really incredible magical moments as we've gotten to know this second baby and preparing for his or her. His or her, which is a different thing from last time, arrival and... I just wanted to see what you had to to add to that or things, you know, for, again, we talked about the partner's perspective at the top here, just what you're observing or what's come up for you. There's been a lot of things in, in second trimester that have been awesome, just like these moments of the pregnancy that have been so freaking cool. <laughs> um, one of them was really starting to feel movement and kicks. Yeah. You know, as, as partner, like that's a big moment for me. Mm-hmm. Hearing the heartbeat is a big moment and then feeling the kicks. And so over the last 12 plus weeks, it's gone from little flicks to like, this baby's kicking. Right. And I and I can see it now in your belly. Like yeah, if I'm looking at your belly, yeah, I can see the movement. I'm, I'm getting ready for like the, you know, the the swipes that the go across. Fl- yeah. Those, Those are, are so wild, wild, like an alien in there. But it's been so cool over the past 12 weeks to start feeling baby kicking. And uh <clears throat> This baby kicks a lot. This baby kicks so much. Like, so I, active. Every I don't day, know when this baby sleeps. Every day, throughout the majority of the day, I'll see you like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. I mean, what are you doing over there? Ooh. <laughs> and is the baby kicking? In, in... Almost always the same spot, too. This baby yeah. hangs out on my right side. And so I feel most of those kicks in the upper part of my right, you know, kind of near the ribs. I'm not getting shots to the ribs just yet, yeah. but that's where the area is. 
that's just been awesome. And then also having Maya to experience that oh, too. So cool. And she's funny because she would put her hands on early on and say, Oh, I felt the baby kick. Right. It's like, no, you and I look at her kid. like, wait a minute, I haven't felt the baby. And then I realized, oh no, she's not really feeling it. Yeah. She's just saying that. <laughs> but she is feeling it now. And you can see her face kind of light up when she feels the kick. So mm-hmm. that has been one of the amazing things. Um, and then also just the way your body has changed. Like your belly is just big and beautiful <laughs> your breasts got bigger oh uh, yeah like, it's it's the part of the pregnancy where you look and you say oh you're pregnant yeah you know what i mean like i remember that in maya's pregnancy and it really started to happen around month seven and eight mm-hmm. maybe month eight or nine where like oh yeah you're with maya you're pre- yeah yeah and that has happened i feel over this last um several weeks yes like oh yeah look at you know helping you out of the car, watching as your your walks have changed. Like <laughs> we are deep into this pregnancy, which has been so, so cool. That's another thing about a, tr- a real big transformation in a relatively short period of time, you know, for a human. I look in the mirror at times, you know, quickly if I'm doing the side glance or I'm just going by something and I, I don't recognize myself for yeah. a second. It's so strange and and beautiful at the same time yet to look and just think wow this is you know i'm not gonna look like this for much longer really in the again in the grand scheme it's just it's such a unique thing that you know i reflect on when i've talked to some women recently about you know why i'm so inspired by the pregnancy and birth journey and what about it is so significant for me it's just this this opportunity I feel like you get as a woman, if you choose it, you know, and I, I don't believe every woman needs to have a pregnancy and a, and a birth and be a biological mother to, to have the fullness of the female experience. Yet if you choose it, it gives you this like incredibly unique microcosm and space to experience yourself that there is no other replicable experience for. There's no other replicable microcosm for what you get to look at in in yourself and of course on a physical level spiritual mental emotional and then you you think about a rite of passage an initiation like birth that you're going to you know step to the bricks you know as as they did centuries ago you know women standing on bricks to to squat and birth or you know you're you're walking the coals in a way so to speak it's this it's ineffable and you know ineffable is there's no words for it and so you really reach a point where you can't put any more words Mm. around it because it's just so so vast and incredible yeah uh so that all of that comes up for me as you just said that i kind of went down that for a second (laughs) it's beautiful Mm -hmm. it's beautiful um this trimester or this portion of of the pregnancy one cool thing that we did is we started doing workouts together. Yeah. So I work out on Thursday mornings with a group of people and you would work out Thursday afternoons. And so we shifted it because of the energy that you were, yeah, the day, you were just feeling. The, day, the way the day goes for me, it was more conducive to do it in the morning. And what has been really magical about that is we bring Maya with us. Yeah. So she comes to the gym and works out. And so I've been able to watch the two of you because, <laughs> you know, she's almost six. And so she's not doing, of course, a full workout. Right. Like, well, let me back that up. She, she is doing a full workout, yeah. but she's she's able to do the things that you're doing because right. your workout has been because modified. Of the modifications, yeah. So the past several weeks, it's been so cool to just be in the gym. I'm doing my thing, and I look over and I see the two of you doing 
you know, like a Pilates move or a yoga move or, you know, a, some something and you're doing it together and she's supporting you um, while she's also loving it. This girl loves exercising. Yeah. She loves being at the gym. She she's like, strong. she's like, I wonder, she, our coach's name is Day. She's like, I wonder what Day is going to give me today. Yeah. Like she gets so excited. And that has been such a fun part of the pregnancy journey is being able to not only watch you in the gym, because I didn't really do that last time, like see you in workouts. Mm -hmm. So I get to watch you in the gym, but then I get to watch Maya supporting you. It's cool. And it's cool. And, and one of the things that I, I don't know if you get annoyed with this, but I say it several times when I see you kind of tired in the gym. I'm like, this is, this is birth training. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> this is birth training. 75% of the time I appreciate it. 25% I'm like, get out of my face. <laughs> well, you know, we did that also in with Maya when we were doing a lot of our walks and the lunges and we were doing more cardio together last mm -hmm. time. And so now we're doing more, you know, weight training sort yeah. of fitness and just, you know, remembering in those moments when you're tired, like this is, this is where we get to dig in together. Yeah. It's quite interesting too because like you said Maya is Maya is on a trajectory and a path here with her own, you know, physical body awareness and how she she just has incredible strength and endurance. She's a runner and with me, you know, shifting up what I'm doing and then going into a maternity leave and going through healing and rest and recovery. She gonna pass you. When I come back, she, <laughs> yes. she will have eclipsed me easily you. in a lot of things. And I'm going to be, you know, rebuilding and, and healing and coming back into a, a new, more badass version of myself. And I'm going to be looking at her like, dang, girl. It's okay. going to be great. She's going to be, she already is a, a wonderful support and source of motivation. And she's yeah. going to be doing that as you all exercise, work out and do life together, all of us. So yeah. that was a really cool part of this second trimester that I, I wanted to, to share. Um, and then also, let's see, we did our anatomy scan, which was, which was cool. Yep. Chose to do that. I was a little back and forth, you know, ultimately yeah, we, do just we want to do that ultrasound had some prayer and meditation around it and just went with one only scan for this pregnancy and that was the 20 week and you know we're complete yeah and and two parts of it i think were 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 kind of different one is we didn't want to know the gender yeah so as she was on you know doing the the little jelly wand thing <laughs> both of us we had our head facing the wall and we're like don't tell us you know don't make yeah, any noises knew. and she was great she yeah, was great but professional so it kind of just the actual experience to me wasn't wasn't you know amazing in the sense like look what we're seeing right well that's let me back no that's not true because we did see a lot of stuff oh yeah we saw a lot of stuff and honestly even if she had if our faces had stayed on known. that screen we wouldn't have known one but way or I think, the other i think for me i was kind of like seeing it you through squinted eyes because i didn't want to look at anything yeah. deeply because I, here i am thinking that i'm going to see <laughs> the parts so that, was, that was probably pretty stupid but you know i just kind of Everything that I was seeing, I wasn't allowing it to log into my memory because I didn't want to know. So it's kind of like, okay, whatever, 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 okay. whatever. So that that's why that scan for me was um, like we saw things, but I just think that in the moment I was so determined that I did not want to accidentally sure. discover sure. the gender. Yeah. Uh, but what what was cool about that was to get the the note from the our OB, well, the, our backup OB, who. Um, super home birth friendly, awesome guy, yeah. Dr. Boots Taylor, that baby looked great. Yeah. Everything looked fantastic. And mm -hmm. so that was a very magical moment yeah. as well. Yeah. 
And just for, for clarification there, in case someone was curious, because a lot of people in the birth world do know Boots Taylor, he's not our, he was our backup. He oh, was. He for was for Maya. Our first. Yeah. And this one, in this capacity, he uh, supports by reading scans and labs and things like that. So that's where yes. he was able to to lend his support. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah, yeah. Just in case there was any confusion there. Yeah, because stuff has changed so much in Atlanta over yeah, the last six years. Yeah, continues to do so. Seems like it hasn't changed for the better in terms of seem that way. home birth. Yeah. But it was really cool that we could still have Dr. Boots Taylor as yeah, like some way. way on the periphery of yeah. our birth team. That was really awesome because he's just a fantastic man and spirit yes. and energy and such a home birth advocate. So yeah. that was a really cool part. Yep. There's there's been a lot of cool things too about looking towards the birth and holding intentions and visions for that. So, you know, we were just talking about Maya for a second there. And so I thought it might be good to touch on her for a second in terms of what our plans are there or the conversations that we've been having. So we are playing for Maya to be present. Mm-hmm. She's she's certainly gonna yes, be we are. in the house. <laughs> so there, there's there's that. Whether or not she's sleeping. You know, not sure that that we'll we'll kind of navigate that. She has expressed interest as well. I believe she's at an age now where we can have conversations with her about what her wishes are, about what her desires are, this and that. And and she knows her options too. She's very clear that she can be as involved as she wants or not. And you know, she has expressed that if there are times where it's very loud, she might not be interested in being in the room. And I said that's totally fine. You can go to the other side of the house. You can go outside. You know, again, depending on time of day and things like that and so that that's where we're kind of at with that in and i have faith and trust in the process that it'll flow exactly the way that it it needs to and maya will be present whenever and however she wants to be and it fits and that she also has the autonomy to to do her thing yeah one of the things that several moms in the show have done with their kids um, is simulate the sounds birth sounds and so we thought that was such a great idea when we first heard it years ago in the interview. So we started doing that. Um, and, you know, Maya just put her hands right on her ears. Yeah. She was like, oh, too loud, too loud. And that's something that we've come to know about her when Sarah and I, if our voices get loud, you know, Maya doesn't like it. Yeah. And whether it's we're loud out of excitement about yeah. something, celebrating, like she doesn't like that. Yeah. So <laughs> it will be interesting over the next, you know, couple of, of months to sort of how we work on acclimating her to possibly being in the room while you might be making noises. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see. I mean, if you had to bet me money right now, I'd say she probably wasn't gonna, wouldn't be there for the loud moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could change if, as we do more of the exercises with her. What is cool is that she understands that she has choice. Yes. That um, she will be supported in whatever choice that she wants mm-hmm. to, to make. Um, and she'll be welcome in and, you know, whatever it is, whatever she chooses. So I, I know that she gets that. Right. And, you know, we, we are at a great space with her independence and self-sufficiency that, you know, she won't need to be tended to in a way that a younger child would be if she chooses not to be in the room type yeah. of thing. Like she can occupy herself and, um, you know, if we needed backup, we need things. I, I know that I'll get covered too. We have people, we have things we can do and resources we can access. So all in all that, that's an area about the birth that I feel completely at peace with and just know it's going to flow the way it's going to flow. 
I say another area that has been super magical is completing the the baby's room. Oh, yeah, it really you has. Know, we were able to get some of our old um, furniture out of the basement, the stuff from Maya, like her crib. Yeah. And to put that back together. For me, like as a man, it gives me an opportunity to get real hands on with stuff. <laughs> and I feel like, okay, cool. Now I, you know, I get to, to really help out with some of this, this prep. And so building that crib was awesome getting new furniture for maya and then moving some of her furniture into baby's room was awesome and when i walk by the room now there's a crib in there there's a changing table in there there's a there will soon there's a chair in there mm -hmm. and i walk by and the door is open i say hello baby you know and that's <sighs> it just it's the baby's room now yeah and that's been cool over the last couple of weeks the room has really great energy and everyone who's been to the house since it's been kind of finished up has commented on that just what a great space it is and yeah it's that yeah it, i'm really excited to to be in there and to have baby in there so me too let's take a good another break cool okay round two name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One thing I want to comment on about this baby as we get to know him or her a little bit more and as, you know, we connect and communicate is one thing I just want to say, it's funny when you don't know the gender, when you don't know the sex of the baby, because of course everyone asks. It's the first thing everyone asks. And one thing I like better this time and I would do in the future and I would offer as a tip if anyone wants to take it, you know, when we we knew Maya was a girl uh, as soon as we could find out. So whenever anyone asked, you say girl, obviously I would answer them with accurate information and you know, then there's opinions that follow after that. You know, some people even said like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it was Think, ridiculous. Stuff what people like said. that. So if you don't know, or even if you do know, and you say you don't know, you might still get hypothetical stuff, but no one's going to say directly to whatever gender you answer with. You don't get people's like judgments and, and stories and yeah, opinions. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm it's digging fun. this way more than when we would share, you know, girls, particularly to strangers and stuff, because again, everyone asks and it's so fascinating how fixated, you know, everyone is on it and that, you know, there are some uh, ancillary, there are some outskirts friends and family who jokingly, of course, are are like anxious about this and like not happy about our choice to not find yeah. out the sex of the baby. And it's just so funny how people can't handle that. Like they need to know and they need to know a color and they need to know like monogramming things. And it's like, chill out, everyone. It's going to be okay. You know, but but I feel like you can relate because when I first pitched the idea, 
you were like, ah, oh, I, I still have I trouble with it personally. <laughs> I still do. Of course, I like want to know. But it's just funny to me, someone who like it's not your baby yeah. at all. And they're all and you have issue with this yeah. parent not giving you the information on whether to buy pink or blue. Like <laughs> that to me is a little That's silly. Funny. I've had a couple of interesting um, encounters with. I'd say guys in maybe their like 20s. Young men yeah, who young I would men. never expect to give a hoot yep. to see a pregnant woman walk by. And yet you've gotten into these conversations with them and like changing the next generation of fathers, I feel like, is what you're doing. It's been cool. Yeah. So it's happened at grocery stores, at like Target, at restaurants where they'll ask me like, oh, so you all, you all are pregnant? And, you know, to hear to hear that question... First of all, that observation coming from you know a, a guy man. in their twenties. I would not think for that to be no. on his awareness or his radar, or just to care about exactly. it, you know. And so that's like, for example, when you say, "Did you see the ring on that person?" I'm like, "No, I didn't oh, even know I they had hands." Everything. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, so and so's married." You're like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Cause they had a ring on their finger." I, was like, anyway. I didn't even. So I've been in a, several of those conversations, and what I like to do is. You know, I get into a back and forth with them. And then I'll ask them. They'll ask me, is that generally, are you having a boy or a girl? Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're not finding out this time. It's going to be a surprise. And then I'll ask them, what do you think it is? <laughs> like we were at the, the like the deli and the kid, you know, asked me the question. And I went and then I flipped it on him. I was like, what do you think it is? What, what energy are you picking up on? And he sat there. He put his hand on his chin and he kind of looked up at the ceiling and he went. Really mm. thought about it. He really thought about he, it. Like really tapped in. He was like, okay, hmm. I'm getting girl vibes. Ah! I said, well, how come? He said, you it's know, amazing. it's just, I'm just picking up like girl energy right now. And it was so cool. It was just this random encounter. So it's been fun to see, to experience that because I, I wouldn't have bet money that, that these young men would, you know, be making comments about, about our pregnancy like this. And it's yeah. fun. I enjoy getting into conversations and yeah, who knows? Maybe it is, it is planting some seeds in people around just being more aware you of never know of who you're influencing, and, you yeah. know, by how you hold a subject or, you know, how you responded and yeah. how you, you know, the energy you had around it. I've gotten other just, you know, pieces of feedback or, you know, energetic reads, if you will, or vibes off of other people regarding baby as well. A couple people, um, whether in passing or in intentional encounters, people who are, you know, connected I, you know, I would say to, to intuition and, and utilize that in, in their life, life and, um, people who go beyond just like what they see mm -hmm. and some of the feedback I've gotten there, it's all very connected, but it goes along the lines of this baby being incredibly strong, incredibly yeah. like clear willed, like this baby knows what they want. This baby is, is like making themselves known this baby is going to take a lot of energy and I don't I don't take that in a in a bad way. You know the the woman said she's like, "Oh, you're going to need a lot of energy for this one." And Maya was there at the time and she said more than that one. And so I don't I don't take that as a daunting thing like this this human's going to drain me of my life force. It's more like this this human is just very clear about why they're here, what they're up to. Um and it it correlates with how I've felt too when we've had little conversations and connections like this is a, a spirit I believe I've been talking to for years you know we had the two years of of active conception journey and you know this is the time that he or she chose 
and yeah so come join the party all that all that feels really like whoo kind of goosebumps kind of stuff and the couple more comments on the birth just the space the people the energy the intentions there you know as we said we we touched on maya uh the space we're going to be in the baby's room that's my intention at least with the like option to funnel into our bedroom which is really not that far honestly from our bed to where i plan to be in the baby's room some people's bedrooms and some houses are probably that big so it's it's, you know it's all it's all good it's all right there and i see it being quieter more intimate there's certainly going to be less people in the room during you know action time there could be people funneling into the house at times during the labor and birth, but as far as the birthing room itself, you know, I see it being you, me, Debbie. We do have a birth photographer, which I'm very excited about. So we yeah. have that set up, which is different from last time. Mm-hmm. And at times maybe me by myself, at times maybe just you and me. So that's that's kind of what I'm playing for there. And, you know, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about birth in in a way that is just you know because i've experienced it before because i have a little bit of a frame of reference and yet i still understand that it could be it could be anything it's going to be it's it's gonna be a beautiful experience and i'm excited to see how this final trimester plays out i mean we have so many just fun things planned you Mm -hmm. know we're taking our baby moon we're going down to florida we are we're we've going got on a baby moon, a family baby moon. Family baby moon. You know, so we'll talk about that. We've got Maya's birthday, and yep. then we've got our favorite time of year, yes. October and Halloween. Yep. And Thanksgiving. So it's just so many um, incredible things that we're we are gearing up for yeah. um, while being very present. You know, like right now, just spending time together. Our quality time has has really gone up. I think just we've been more, even more and more intentional about. Uh, maximizing time with the three of us, knowing that that's going to be shifting up soon. So I've really loved that over the last last trimester is just really enjoying those moments with you and I and you and Maya, you, Maya and I, and then taking Maya on solo dates and doing all that. So it's been great. Mm-hmm. It's really been a beautiful 12 weeks. Yeah. So some things coming up. Like you said, all of that plus, you know, postpartum intentions. I would love to talk about that in future updates as well as what we're planning there. You know, not just our leave, but, you know, support and lying in and rest and recovery. So all of that. And I'm also going to employ the support of pelvic floor therapy, which Mm -hmm. I did not do last time. So I'm actually going to do an assessment or kind of an evaluation before birth. And then of course have some support after. And yeah, I see us talking about all of that coming up next, as well as, like I said, readdressing some of those earlier topics from the podcast. That'll be fun, by the way. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. With a new perspective. And then uh, the last two things I'll share are, you know, some of the conversations we've been having in our midwife appointments, which are amazing off the chain so great like to just be in that space and have conversations with them um but one thing that has come up that we are in the inquiry of of is what if they don't show up on time by on time i mean what's on what if they don't show up before the baby arrives and 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 just the reason why i think we put that out there is several of the stories over the last couple of months have been have had that 25 minute you know labor or the two hour and 
So it just got us thinking like, well, you know, we didn't really think about what would happen if labor was so quick and yeah. they didn't show up. So that's why we brought it up to yeah. our midwives. So we're in the conversations of that. And, you know, we'll 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 get more into that so that everyone is very like clear and feels great. But without getting into the logistics, I would say we both feel great about that. And oh, that yeah, it could go that way. And I'm, I'm open and I'm trusting. Absolutely. I feel so. very peaceful, yeah. prepared, confident. Yeah. So, yeah. OK. Yep. That's all for now. That's our second trimester update. If you have questions for us or things you'd like us to cover as we go over more of these topics that we just mentioned we're planning for in future updates, hit us up. You can email us hello at diahpodcast.com or check out the show notes. You know, if you go to our website, there's all the ways that you can connect with us there. Thank you so much all of you for being here with us and following in this journey with us. It has certainly been a ride and it's yes. so exciting and beautiful and magical. And, you know, we're thrilled to share it with you. So thank you for allowing us into your space and sharing with you. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Nice job. Thanks. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved? Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>